Dave Glass here with head coach TJ Wingard and getting set for week one against the Clearfield Bison. And coach, before we talk too much about Clearfield, talk to me a little bit about your uh, preseason preparation. It's your first real preseason after the COVID uh, kind of messed things up last year. How, how do you think it's working out for the team? Uh, everything off season has been led by this year's senior class. They've been through a lot since they were freshmen. Uh, they've bonded together. Uh, they've taken it upon their shoulders to, to really try to keep moving this beaver machine in the right direction. And uh, they've bonded, they're working really hard and then spreading through the underclassmen. Well, that sounds good. Uh, any any interesting lineup notes for us? Any seniors you want to highlight? Well, if I could spend the time to highlight all of them, I would. I, I'll give a shout out to the whole senior class, but legitimately, offensively, it's on the shoulders of Austin Mitchell, at quarterback. Braxton Adams will be in the backfield. Derek Burkett, Caden Delaney, Bryson Dinkfeld, all at receiver. On the line, we have Mitch Drushak, Justin Bankovich, we have AJ Nicastro, Braden Roy at center. So we have a pretty deep senior line and a senior backfield. So they're ready to roll. Well, that sounds good. Any uh, underclassmen that have, have caught your eye, surprised you uh, so far in practice? Right now, really helping us out at the linebacker, or at the running back, excuse me, and on defense is uh, Dalton Yale. Uh, Austin Henry, Garrett Nissel as a sophomore is really sticking out. Uh, Garrett Fronsick is doing a nice job on the defensive side of the ball as well. That sounds good. And uh, last week you played an Altoona team that you told me before we went on that was really big and had a couple really strong kids. Uh, you think your kids got some good experience out of that? I do because Altoona was pretty physical and uh, our kids did a really nice job. They took the first couple hits, realized, okay, this is gonna be an interesting scrimmage, and we, we battled and fought. We scored some touchdowns. We had some really nice holds on defense. I'm really proud of what our kids did. There was no quitting our guys. They, they have a, a mission. They're not gonna quit. As we look ahead to uh, this year's schedule, which is a normal quote-unquote schedule after last year's uh, COVID schedule where you played a few teams twice and had to fill in some gaps, uh, you know, right out, right off the bat, you get Clearfield, then Brookfield, then St. Mary's, a, a pretty tough opener to the schedule. Uh, and of course, the Clearfield game is always a big one. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the, the schedule and, and what you're telling your team about what their goals are. Well, you know, people can say a lot about the schedule. And when Dubois got added to District 9, oh, Dubois, you know, you should own, own the district. And well, let's face it, the, the, the Beavers haven't, you know, been, you know, this big, tough train rolling down the tracks over the years. We're working on, on getting back to that. Uh, this whole District 9 schedule is not a gimme schedule. These, these kids prepare and work hard just as much as anybody else. But uh, yeah, uh, if, if we use the one game at a time uh, scenario, Clearfield's been on the calendar. I put up the countdown clock when school was out at, at when we had 94 days till Friday, <laughs> and now we're at four. Well, there you go. So talk a little bit about Clearfield. Uh, you know, obviously Billet is, is an extraordinary athlete, but that's not the only thing they have. No, I, I, they have, they're a pretty talented receiver and running back. Uh, their defensive line is really good, and their offensive line is definitely good enough to cause us some problems. And let's face it, they're, they're really well coached by a staff that's been there together for a long time. So we have our hands full, but our kids want that challenge, and, and they're going to be ready. That sounds good. Well, thanks for the time, Coach. Yes, sir. Thanks, Dave. Welcome to Mega Rock's coverage of Brookville Raider football. This is our week one edition of Coach's Corner with Brookville Raider head coach Scott Park. Scott uh, is entering his seventh season as the Brookville Raider head coach, and he comes in with record of 35-25, and 25, coming off a 7-1 and one season last year with their lone loss coming in the uh, playoffs to Carn City. This is kind of a different year for you. Over the last few years, 
you've had a group of starters there for a long time that maybe you didn't have big decisions to make going into the first game and you had 14 of those guys leaving after last year and a good portion of those guys have been starters for at least two to three years so there's going to be a lot of new faces on the field this year uh everybody's going to know who Braden Kunselman is he's played there for the last couple years been really successful with not only receiving but on defense last year in five games Braden had 524 yards and eight touchdowns with his great production and he was he missed half the season with uh, an injury and it's going to be nice to have him back hopefully for a full season so I guess my question to you setting up all that is what do you do different going into this year to determine who's going to get those spots I mean you spent all summer with these guys and had an idea what they can do so tell me a little bit about the position battles who surprised you this year all that kind of good stuff we're not really changing our mindset what we've done over the last couple years has worked so we're going to stick to just getting better every day you know one percent better when we walk off that field after practice are we better is each individual better is the team better that's kind of been our approach for a while now and i keep telling the kids if we keep getting better day in day out that at the end of the season we'll be in a position where we want to be that's kind of been our mindset. Even though we lost a lot, it's been a good summer. We've seen a lot of growth from the very first workouts, you know, from our first seven-on-seven seven to the last seven-on-seven. Seven, we, we saw a lot of growth in the young kids. Our talent doesn't worry me. I, I really think we have the talent to be successful. The concern I have is the lack of varsity playing time. That was the big thing I wanted to see Saturday against Red Bank was how are we going to respond to one of the top teams in single A. And I thought for the most part we went toe-to-toe with them. You know, so I was pleased with the way we performed Saturday. Not that we didn't have things we've got to work on and get better at, but I mean as far as going toe-to-toe and, and, and the way we competed, I was pleased with that. I think the defense did a great job on Saturday. They did a good job stopping the run. Gave up a couple big pass plays, but it's early. That's going to happen here and there. Something that's not going to change is we're going to have a crew get quarterback again this year but it's not going to be Jack it's going to be his brother Charlie Charlie comes in with some experience he played a lot of quarterback in uh, junior high and he did get some snaps last year at quarterback good size to him for a sophomore and he might be just as good a defensive player as he is an offensive player I mean he had two picks last year in the secondary he uh, is a good strong tackler and I assume he'll be backed up by Miles Bogish will be the yes. be the backup quarterback there it was a good battle over the summer you know at the end you got to pick one guy and we, we think going into the Bradford game Charlie's given us the best chance to win that football game that's where we're at you have some guys from experience Tate Lindermuth ran a little bit of running back last year of course, Braden Davis, I think he was your leading rusher actually last year, is back. And you're going to add Jackson Zimmerman to that list, who's just a phenomenal athlete. You got, like we mentioned, Kunselman, Truman Sharp coming back, uh, who's a junior this year, and he's seen a little bit of playing time here and there, and he's, he's a good athletic kid. So we got a, a nice surprise. Noah Peterson came out this year. Hadn't played. I, I think he played lumberjacks, but he hadn't played in junior high at all. And he has really stepped in there nice at the inside receiver on the right side. And then uh, John Colgan, who played last year, he'll be a junior also this year. He's our other outside receiver. And then, you know, we got some decent guys backing them up too. A.J. Sears had a, a good summer. I mean, there's been some good battles and good challenges, and that's what you need. That's how you get yourself better. And Okay. Well, let's talk about Friday night. Bradford coming to town. We didn't play Bradford last year. Last couple of times we've played them, we've kind of had our way with them. They're going to be a little bit older than I think than the last time we played them. They were relatively young. I think we went up there and won, what, 51 nothing or something like that. They are better. Definitely gotten better on the defensive side of the ball. And this is their second year for the uh, spread. So 
we got to be ready to go. I'm more excited for Friday night. Everybody come out Friday night. It's been a while since we've been able to get everybody out to the game. And uh, let's get the place packed and come out and uh, root for our Raiders against the Owls. 7 o'clock start Friday night. We hope to see you all out there. Scott, as always, thank you for your time. And uh, we'll be back with you next week after the Bradford game. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.